This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the beginning of the week. And it is the last day in July. It is July 31st, 2023. And I am Vince Russo, and this is a special show we do called That's Life. And that's exactly what it is, man. This show is all about life. It is all about being a better human being. It is all about making this world a better place and playing your part and doing what you can do. Uh, It's also all about, man, getting your priorities straight and really understanding what life is all about and what, what, what is the importance of life. What is the meaning of life? Because we all get caught up in the day-to-day, bro. We all get caught up in the distractions. Um, We all lose focus because that is what the world wants us to do, man. The world wants us to lose focus and concentrate and set our sights on what the world wants. And the world is run by pure evil. That's a fact, uh, bro. Um, There's uh, no question about that. God does not run the world. God runs his world, but he does not run the world here on earth. Um, So we're going to talk about all of that today. Um, I hope you guys join in. Please feel free to listen along or watch along, whatever is suitable for you. You know, bro, one thing I want to talk about today is the term born again. There are a lot of people that have uh, issues with the term 
born again. And they think people that are born again are crazy. You know, it really has negative connotations to it when it is the complete opposite. And I've got to be honest with you, and that's the reason why I'm doing this show this morning. I can understand that. I can understand people's reactions, non-believers, non-Christians. I can understand their reactions to the term born again. Um, and especially, listen, man, we know people want to attack Christians. Um, people want to poke fun at Christians. People want to insult Christians. People want to embarrass Christians. So when you throw out a term like born again, uh, the world is all over that. They are going to be all over that, and they're going to ridicule you. Look at those crazy Christians, born again. How is anybody born again? Um, They have no idea what the term means, nor do they care enough uh, to look into it. But like I said, man, I can um I can understand the the negative connotations. I was never really comfortable with the term born again or you know saved or or any of that stuff. Um when I became born again, when I became saved, when I became a Christian, I made a choice. And uh, that choice was to have Jesus Christ be the center of my life. Um, and to let him run my life and to obey him and to put him first. Um, that's, that was my decision, but, you know, born again, um, any other term you want to use, uh, people jump all over that. So today, man, if there's any of you out there that might not really truly understand what the term means. I want to simplify it for you, and I want to explain it to you. So what does it mean? Um, What does it mean to be born again? So here's what it means. There's so much you can research on the Internet, bro. I'm going to go to got questions. That's that's always a, a good one. So what does it mean to be a born-again Christian? So the classic passage from the Bible that answers this question is John 3, 1 to 21. The Lord Jesus Christ is talking to Nicodemus, a prominent Pharisee and member of the Sanhedrin, the ruling body of of the Jews. I'm sorry. Nicodemus had come to Jesus at night with some questions. As Jesus talked with Nicodemus, he said, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. How can a man be born when he is old, Nicodemus asks. So again, this is Nicodemus asking a legitimate question as people today do. How how can a man be born again when he is a man and he is old? And Nicodemus says, surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, 
I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at me saying you must be born again. So that comes directly from Jesus in John 3, 3 to 7. The phrase translated born again can also be translated as born from above. Nicodemus had a real need. He needed a change of his heart, a spiritual transformation that could only come from above. I'm sure there are many of us experiencing this, how we need a change in our heart. And um, as Nicodemus found out, this is a spiritual transformation that can only come from above. New birth, being born again, is an act of God whereby eternal life is imparted to the person who believes. Eternal life is imparted to the person who believes. That's 2 Corinthians 5.17. Titus 3, 5, 1 Peter 1, 3, John 2, 29, 3, 9, 4, 7, 5, 1 to 4, and 18. John 1, 12 to 13 indicates that being born again also carries the idea of becoming children of God through trust in the name of Jesus Christ. So the question logically comes, Why does a person need to be born again? The Apostle Paul in Ephesians 2, 1 says, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and in sins. To the Romans he wrote, For all have sinned, and all fall short of the glory of God. That is Romans 3.23. Sinners are spiritually dead. When they receive spiritual life through faith in Christ, the Bible likens it to a rebirth. So that's a very strong statement right there. Sinners, and we are all sinners, every single one of us. And as sinners, we are spiritually dead. But then we receive spiritual life through faith in Christ. The Bible likens that to a rebirth. Only those who have been born again have their sins forgiven and have a relationship with God. Twice in his conversation with Nicodemus, Jesus stressed the truth that one must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. This is coming directly from God. One must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. John 3, 3 and John 3, 5. Being born once, once makes us children of Adam and we share Adam's corruption. That's where we got the uh, sin gene from. You will hear me say that. Many, many times we need a second birth, a spiritual birth to make us children of God. We must be born again.
So how do we become born again if that is a direct order from Jesus himself? And here is the answer to that. How does the new birth come to be? Ephesians 2, 8-9 states, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So in other words, you don't work your way into heaven. You don't earn your way into heaven. That's what they mean by works. That's not how you get into heaven. To heaven, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this not from yourselves. You did not do this. It is not because of what you did. It is a gift from God. It is not by works so that no one can boast. When one is saved, he has been born again, spiritually renewed, spiritually renewed, and is now a child of God by right of that new birth. Faith in Jesus Christ, the one who paid the penalty of sin when he died on the cross, is the means by which one is born again. So having absolute faith in Jesus Christ and and confessing that faith, confessing that faith as I am confessing it now, is the means by which one is born again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. That is 2 Corinthians 5.17. If you have never trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, will you consider the prompting prompting of the Holy Spirit as he speaks to your heart? You need to be born again. That comes directly from Jesus himself. Will you pray a prayer of repentance and faith and become a new creation in Christ today? Yet to all who receive him, To those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. John 1, 12 to 13. Have you made a decision for Christ because of what you have read here? If so, please click on I have accepted Christ button today. Uh, so I guess on uh, Got Questions, and you can go to um, gotquestions.org um, if you want to establish a relationship with God. I guess you can click the button below and they will help you, but I don't know why you need to click the button below because I made it clear that this is a mandate by Jesus himself, but it is not forced upon you. That's the beauty of Jesus, bro. He gave you the the decision of choice, but is it, it is a mandate. You must be born again. 
if you want to enter the kingdom of God. And what does that mean, man? That means absolute faith. Bro, you hear me say absolute faith over and over and over and over and over again on this show. It means you must repent. You must ask for forgiveness of all the sins, everything you've done in your life. You must ask for forgiveness of your sins of tomorrow that have never happened yet because you're going to sin. We are all sinners. That is because we come from Adam. And Adam was a human being. And he was flawed. And he was sinned. He sinned as we do every day. So we must repent. We must ask God for forgiveness. And then we must have absolute faith. We must believe in him without seeing him, without touching him, without hearing him, without feeling him. Absolute faith that he is the creator of all and that he is in charge of all and that his son, Jesus Christ, died on that cross to make up for our sins so that we could have a relationship with his father, God. And that's what it's all about. It's the commitment to making God number one in your life. And of course, man, like I said, that is a daily fight, man. We are constantly fighting the world because the world does not want us to have our focus on God. The world wants us to have our focus on power and money and greed and self-glorification and big houses and big cars and big salaries. That's what the world, money, money, money is greed. God said in the Bible, you can't love me and you can't love money. What does the world represent? Money represents everything. Money represents success. Money represents power. You know, money, money just represents you being in the elite. That is the whole focus of our lives, bro. Money, 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 money. Everyone is driven by money. And if you're one of those people that are driven by money, then God isn't first in your life. And if that's the decision that you've made, that's fine. But God says in his own words, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven until you are born again, which means you have absolute faith in me and absolute belief in me. And the Holy Spirit is alive and well inside of you. And as I just read that article today, bro, it is that simple, man. Find a quiet room. I don't care if you're driving in a car. I don't care if you're in Target and you're sitting in the stall, man. Have that conversation with God and ask for forgiveness. Fall to your knees. Admit that you are a sinner and you cannot do this without him. Make the commitment to put him number one in your life. Have absolute faith and never question anything. And have total belief that he is control. He is in control of everything. 
And once you do that, that is how you are born again. It's not by your good deeds and the good things that you do and, you know, saving other people. And, you know, you have a quota. If I save X amount of people, then I'm going to get into heaven. No, bro. God makes that clear in the Bible. It is not by the things that you do. It is what he does. And it is the invite that he's giving you. It is an open door policy. You can live in this world or you can live in his world. That is what he is telling you. That is life, everybody. I thank you so much for listening to me today. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life.